Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. I love that song. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, nine after eight. Mix of sun and clouds. High of 81, 62 right now. Uh, Apparently, aliens aren't just out there. We're learning now that there are next door neighbors. A group of scientists at the University of Nottingham in England say their new their new calculations show there are at least thirty six intelligent alien civilizations right here in our own Milky Way galaxy. Yeah, not that far away at all. Well, they're kind of far. I mean, yeah, it's in our galaxy, but. Now, is this something that we know? These are these scientists saying this that, that they exist because there's known interactions with them, or they're just run, running the numbers on where life could be with like water and the right the right roll of the what dice. What is their evidence? Is yeah. that what you're? I haven't asking? the foggiest idea what their evidence is or what they're basing that on. But one thing we all agree on is that we don't currently have the technology to reach any of them because they're an average of 17,000 light years away, so we don't have the ability to communicate with them yet. Well, we can't get to them, but they can get to us. How do you know? Because they are far more technologically advanced. All like of them or just some of them? of years. All 36 ones, of them? Well, the ones that are able to get to us, absolutely. Are there any dumb ones out there? Oh, uh, there so. might be. I think we're be. in the middle somewhere. You think we're... Th- <laughs> I'd like to you think. Hope, you hope we're in There's the middle somewhere. There's a just bugs on it. That's just bugs and amoebas. But and yes. But they're very worried about us and, and how we treat each other and how we are treating the planet. So they're coming here to to show us ways. Oh, they to are? peace. Yes. Oh. I have watched a couple of doc. If you are into alien stuff and you are curious, there are two documentaries out there that I'm going to recommend that you watch. Now, do they get into like the the religious stuff? Like maybe the angels were aliens and they're coming back. You know, they didn't. Okay, no, um, that I remember anyway. And the two unacknowledged is one, and the new one is Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And there is so much video in these two documentaries of alien crafts Hmm. and stories of people who have had actual interactions. It is cool. With a craft or with an actual alien? Both. Like arts and crafts? (laughs) I got another documentary you should watch. (laughs) Aliens with glue guns. (laughs) 
That was fascinating. No, mm-hmm. that is a horrible movie. My it favorite line sad. of that movie was, oh. "What can't 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 they just beam him up?" And the kid was like, "This is reality, dude." <laughs> oh, who was the little girl played by Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. What about when she's like, "Shut up, penis breath." Oh, I- <laughs> she still says that she you was know. so cute i could not watch i watched it one time when i was a child and was just traumatized and can't it was awful go back yeah i know they're like but it's happy in the end i'm like no my i did not feel happy on the inside when i was finished watching hmm. what just, was better the actual uh, movie et or the atari video game et I never, I never had an Atari. I don't know. That was a cluster. (laughs) Showed my age. I just remember everyone really liked it, and I was so sad when he turned white, and Elliot was was just on top of him, and I was like, "No, turn it off." Yeah. All right, Jen. I'll be watching these. I'm gonna watch. I think you should. I mean, Siri, it's it is interesting stuff for sure. Let me tell you about a show on History Channel. It's called Ancient Aliens. Yeah. You should watch that. Is it good? All day long on a Saturday. <laughs> it's amazing. I'll check it out. While we're on the topic, when it comes to pointless opinions, are you in the majority or in the minority? Someone asked people to choose whether they agree or disagree with a bunch of random controversial statements. So how many of these do you agree with? Cold weather is better than warmer weather. Disagree. I sort of agree. Does fall count? Like oh, I love fall, yeah. When it's like 61 in the daytime. Or it's maybe, my favorite. Or maybe like 55 and then it gets chilly at night. Yeah. Or are they talking? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Talking about really, really cold or really, really hot. That's how I took it. Like, really, yeah, really, like, like do I extreme. want it to be 90 or do I want it to be 27? Well, it's just unusual to hear someone prefer cold weather over warm weather without going to either extreme. Well, you can only take off so many clothes when you're hot. When yeah, you're but cold, you can, also, you can keep adding layers. I feel like when you're warm, though, and we've had this discussion when we've been in, like, Mexico, and it's so hot and humid, and but you can go to the ocean, and it's refreshing, and that kind of cools you down. If you have nothing to do, but, like, if you have to go to work every day in that kind of heat. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a little... It's a, ugh. 37% agree with that statement, that cold weather is better than warm weather. 37% in that survey. Here's another one. Nickelback is actually a pretty good band. <laughs> I'm in that, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I agree with that as well. And they're super nice guys. Yeah. Yeah. 48% agree that Nickelback is actually a pretty good band, which is another reason why I don't get why they... Why they rip want to rip on them so bad all yeah. the time. If you had like a best of Nickelback, 
you would know every single song. Absolutely. No mm-hmm. joke. Yeah. You really would. Yeah. Uh, the show Friends is overrated. Nope. Disagree. Yeah, I disagree with that. I agree with that. You're not watching it enough. I've watched it lots of times. <laughs> it's not a bad show. I just think there are better ones out there. When I watch it now, I don't laugh as hard as I did when I first saw it. Oh, I do. But it was was super relatable then. Very relatable. I was just singing the other day, too. We took a little drive just through Okeana, and there were all these cows out. And I was singing that, the cow in the meadow goes moo, the cow in the meadow goes moo, and then the farmer comes and kills the howl, and that's how we get hamburgers. Do you remember remember that from Phoebe? Yeah. (laughs) She was my favorite character on the whole show. When they see it is funny when they got her to sing all those songs and all the kids were like, Mommy Yeah. <laughs> I was a fan of her brother when she met her brother. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think she was my favorite character. She made me laugh the hardest. Yeah. Phoebe. Same. Tomatoes are bad and ruin sandwiches. No, but onions do. Oh, I disagree with that. See, I'm someone, I love ketchup, but I don't want tomatoes on my sandwiches. I, it's a texture thing, I think, with the tomatoes. Okay. Oh, man. Mm. So yesterday when we had bologna and cheese, you ate it without the tomato? Yeah. <gasps> oh, man. To me, it just enhanced the party. A little Mm-mm. salt, a little pepper. Mm. Yeah, I like the juice that it adds to the sandwich. Yeah, totally agree. It's got to, you know what the problem is, though, Jeff? It's the tomato placement. Like you cannot right. have it next to the lettuce because then it starts to everything starts to slide. Agreed. The, so the tomato what needs to be right up against the bread. Yes, or but under, then doesn't it under, soak under, the bread and make it soggy? Depending on how juicy it is, you got to eat it quickly. I'm trying to recall the construction of a Burger King Whopper with cheese. Are the I can tomato tell you. And lettuce, are they connected? Or yeah, what? but it's so when, when I worked at Wendy's, it was mayonnaise, ketchup, pickle, onion, tomato, lettuce, mustard. And you had the tomato, but the lettuce would like cup it in a certain way. You oh, had gotcha. to have it layered correctly. Because the thing that I love about Whoppers is how like the mayonnaise and the tomato pulp oh, kind of. It makes this other sort of sauce. Yeah. And then drips and it's yummy. Right. Ooh, Whopper. So that's kind of what I'm feeling right We now. always ordered them as kids with heavy pickle, heavy tomato. Mm. Oh, yeah. Make mm-hmm. them extra juicy. Oh, wow. Ben's like, nope. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Well, 35%, they're the minority, 35% agree that tomatoes are bad and ruin sandwiches. So how do you guys feel? Like, when was the last time you had a Whopper? I can't. Long time. I can't. I did try the Impossible Whopper when it came out, and I thought it was quality. It's solid. Yeah. I do a Whopper about once a year. I just have a random craving for it. It's usually just me by myself. It's not like a dinner option. It's like a... Just me and my lunch. Yeah. It's just a sad little Tim with his <laughs> his burger. I eat it and then I go, I didn't need that. But it was good. Uh, here's another here's another one of those unpopular opinions. Putting a period at the end of a text makes it seem more aggressive. What? I didn't used to think that, but now that everybody is leaving the period off, I feel like I'm being, you know, just a little too stern if I put a period there. Well, what if you put a period and then a smiley face? That helps. But I don't like not using punctuation. Same. In I have fact, to put I it in. over-punctuate, if anything. Like the period, I can't just put a period. I'm like dot, 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 or I'll do 
exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. Or I don't even think about exclamation, it. I've exclamation. got three complaint emails over the years because I still use an Oxford comma. <laughs> you don't need to use that anymore. You know what's weird? <laughs> Maybe we should go back to dare you. like an English class and see how they do some grammar because I've been noticing a lot of things that have changed since I was in school. Like where, like they put like, you know, bosses used to have like an apostrophe on that S because it was already plural. But now I've been noticing that they do that apostrophe S sometimes too on things. Hmm. But I also am wondering in the texting age, if it's kind of like anything goes now because you make up your own words. Kind of, sort of. All right. Uh, let's see. 51% agree that putting a period at the end of a text makes it seem more aggressive. So you're actually in the majority if you agree with that one. So times are a changing kids. Uh, here, all right, here's another one. Orange juice is better with pulp. I agree. I love it with pulp. Yeah, I agree. A little bit of pulp. Okay. But if the, if when the glass is just st- sitting there, if there's an entire film oh, that yeah, covers the top. Yeah. I like that's a, good, a bit much. A I'm good pulp mimosa. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy that. My mother insists on pulp with the orange juice that I order for her on Instacart. Oh, I see. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, aloe water with pulp. Do you ever? Do you guys ever drink aloe water? Yeah, I with like the it. pulp in it. That's kind of fun to chew on that pulp. I don't like that pulp because it feels like I'm having seaweed, and I'm not a fan <laughs> of seaweed unless it's in a um, sushi roll. Ingrid loves, that's funny, Ingrid loves seaweed. She was just eating it yesterday. Oh. I go, what is that? She goes, seaweed, you want seaweed some? Seaweed snack? Like, I don't oh. think so. Oh. Nope, don't do it. It's really good. You want to try it? I have a friend who is from Korea, and she was like just downing them one day. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to try that. And it is a very different feeling when you have a dried seaweed snack in your mouth. Is it? At first, you think like, "Oh, this is going to be fun," and it's not because yeah. it all does kind of dissolve into this like, I I don't know, and it tastes like fish. Well, to me, and, it did. And she and then she showed me. She said, "I got seaweed powder that I put in my shakes. You want to smell? And you got to be careful with that because that stuff. Yeah, just opening it, there's this cloud of correct. It's a little overbearing. It doesn't smell that bad, but. It's not for everybody, but I do know a lot of people that love it. It's like and it's like when you get your um, Chinese food and sometimes they have like fish oil or fish sauce in there. It's kind of that same flavoring. Right. For me, because, mm-hmm. you know, flavors to the person. But right. whatever. I said, what made you fall in love with seaweed? She says, well, you know, I am studying marine biology. <laughs> so the, there benefits, you go. <laughs> the benefits of seaweed. Oh, it's so good for your skin. Is it really? Oh, yeah. It's good for a lot of stuff. It is. Inflammation. Oh. I wonder if I could get myself into that. Uh, Anytime you can get a hold of an anti-inflammatory, you just take it. My suggestion for you would be to buy some of the seaweed snacks and see if you like that and then move into the seaweed powder. Yeah, because what happens is is I'll hear something like that about something and go, wow, you know, that's a pretty good health benefit. I wonder if there's a way I can work that in or find a way to like it. You know, if it's not something that I typically like. Is there a form it comes in that can make me like it? <laughs> you know, like spinach. I've, t- I've often told the story about how I thought I hated spinach because it came in like a frozen brick when I was a kid and it just tasted mushy and gross. It had that horrible aroma. But then when I had it raw or I just sort of wilted it with a little bit of heat, added some olive oil to it, all of a sudden now I love it. Now I love spinach. Same thing with asparagus. So, Do you like sushi? Uh, if you're just talking raw fish, yeah. 
No, but I mean, like, if you get like a roll. No, I don't like the rolls because roll the texture. See, yeah, so I don't like that times, slimy texture. Yeah. So I don't know if you will ever like the seaweed in that. That's another way that you could eat it. That's kind of easy because if they pair it with cream cheese and some imitation crab, it's delightful. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's another one. Making the bed is a pointless chore. Agree. Uh, yeah, I agree with Aww. that. I, like I always it. like the way that it looks, but Me it's a too. pain in the butt. I just, I love it. Feels it like it a waste literally time. takes two seconds. Well, you don't sleep like I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff everywhere. He's aggressive. <laughs> and I open I'm the shades. And I have lots of pillows. <laughs> a teddy bear, maybe a crystal or two I sleep with. Oh. Yeah, we literally just pull the comforter up all the way to the top and then just lay the pillows sort of standing up next to each other and you're done. It's also a great place to hide clutter if you're in like a pinch. Mm. Throw everything on the bed, cover it with a comforter and walk out. <laughs> and leave. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, 48% agree that making the bed is a pointless chore. So there you go. Uh, and here's, uh, the one I take the biggest issue with the letter Q is not necessary and should be removed from the alphabet. Oh, no, no, please. There's all kinds of great words that start with Q like quirky. I love quirky. What about quarantine? Yeah. What would we do without that? Yeah. We'd have to spell it with a C. Yeah. People would argue a K or a C. Yeah. You could do CW. Quarantine. Or a K. K-U. You know, Quinn is a very popular name right now for young girls as well. What is? Quinn. Quinn. Yep. Quit. And and boys. I quit. Listen very carefully. I quit. (laughs) Yeah. 23% agree, though, that the Q should go the way of the penny someday. Just get rid of it all together. Or what if we were to just get rid of change altogether, you know? Make everything a dollar amount. Yeah. Even. Right. What do you think? Would you go for that? Yeah. I have a feeling if they eliminated change, it would not be in our favor. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff rounding up to a whole dollar. It would cost a lot more money times. Because you know they're going to round up. How many purchases over the course of a year, you'd end up paying a lot more money. Something that counts for, that costs 49 cents, they're not going to give it to you for free. All of a sudden, that's going to cost you a dollar. But that's the thing, is I feel like uh, cashless transactions are not in our favor either, because we're paying a fee somewhere every time we use that debit Mm -hmm. card or the credit card, that fee's coming out of somewhere. What about taxation, though? That's the big thing. Like, you know, that's how, that's mostly where the change part comes from. So it's like... Would you end up having to pay more for certain items because they would have to have the correct? I don't know. Tax I just amount. guarantee you, we'd be the ones that get screwed. Yeah. <laughs> just promise you that. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.